The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. yeah there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Welcome to the Formula for Sports Talk. We are live. It's Alex Clancy in the studio. We got Clancy's corner in the second segment. Down in Dirty with Deborah right after. After that, on the third segment, we got Cindy. Welcome to another show. It is July 3rd. Cindy, what? You don't have a segment? Just, I know. <laughs> that sounds so sad. You don't, you don't need a segment because you got a bunch of notes that we probably cheat off. Okay. I know I do. All right. I, I cheat off them, but uh, Alex don't like the notes. He's like, what is she? What is I know she? he makes fun of me all the time. That's why they're not on pink paper anymore. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a start. <laughs> it, it is a start. Cindy, you had uh, kidney stones. I did have kidney stones. You had to pee them out? It's <laughs> usually how they come out. And good morning to everyone. Yeah, um, yeah, I did have to pee. I don't them know. Out. I mean, you can get them lasered out, can't you? Burn them or something. If you have insurance, you can get them lasered out. If you don't, you have to settle for. That's the problem with our country right now. Mm. No insurance, and everybody hate Barack Obama. Yeah. Same people that hate him hate Tiger Woods and LeBron James. And that, on that, let me go to Alex. Alex, what's going on? I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to start the race. It's a hater. <laughs> <laughs> you, set yourself, you set yourself up nicely though for that one. That was no, good. I'm just saying. I mean, it's it's crazy. She don't have insurance, so she had to wait to pee them out. It hurts. Yeah, I, I guess. Well, Canada has free health care. That's the only probably the only good thing about that country. Well, we were, I was talking to a bunch of I was talking to I don't know a bunch of guys, maybe uh, Kurt and Gary, and we were talking state to state. They, they should v- provide health care. I thought that would be a problem with health care if we go state to state. Mm-hmm. How many people would flood one market because it's better than here there than here. Um, but you know the healthcare. I, I guess you have to have healthcare now. Not yet. Uh, till 2014. 2014. Yeah. Right. 2014. Yeah. You will be fine. So how are you gonna find me if I can't afford it? How well, you gonna find tax. me for? Yeah. It's a tax. If you don't now. get it. You get taxed. Right. But, but if you, you don't, don't pay, pay the, the tax, tax. There's no penalty. Yeah. Right. So and well, we got a lot of time between now and then to see how it all hashes out. Well, I want to give you, give you some update. Uh, all three of you guys that you might not know about. You don't really have to pay your taxes. You don't really have to pay it. It's just the threat that comes with it. They're behind everything else. You don't really have to pay them. It's the penalty and interest Co- yeah, that burns it comes you. With it. It, well, people with a lot of money, and I'm not talking about rich, I'm talking about wealthy, mm-hmm. they don't pay taxes. They say, come get me. Come tell me why i got to pay taxes. Um, well, they find it used to, more so than now, they were so many freaking loopholes right. that you could put money different places. I mean, there were so many ways to get around the tax laws. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. They, now we have a threat to it. All right, that's our uh, morning. Kidney stones, no health insurance. You got to pay taxes. What else you got, Cindy, on your notes? We may want to talk about. I just spent all weekend watching soccer. I am completely addicted. Okay, we're not talking about that. <laughs> I tell you that. What I do want to. But talk you know about. what? We have to because David Beckham got left off the Olympic team, the Great Britain team, and yeah. that's a big deal. And he took his frustrations out on the injured player from San Jose when there was a time. Well, it wasn't a timeout, but he was laying on the ground writhing in pain, and David Beckham kicked the ball like. Right into him. That, well, and got yellow carded. I don't think he took it out on that guy because that guy had. We well, didn't take it out on him in general, but, but his, his frustration. frustration he's just, yeah. Well, he don't need to be on the team if he can't control his anger. 
Now, David Beckham's more, he's more marketing than going out there and get it done. He's still a great soccer player. I'm not, I'm not taking that away from him, but if I'm marketing all through soccer, and I said I wasn't going to talk about soccer, but here I am. If I'm marketing, if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm marketing all through soccer and I'm not on the field, I'm not saying he's not doing his job, but I'm saying he's more of a face now than uh, the, most of those guys. Who's this he holds his guy? own with the Galaxy. He's still playing. He he's scores old. gold, he's but he old. still scores he's gold. Not, he's not David Beckham of the Bender like Beckham era anymore. He can, he can play so in his pick, underwear. Yeah, well, see, and that's the thing. Like, so he was he was voted the number one um, uh, person in the world that married women would cheat on their husbands with. Most recently, and mm-hmm. that's why he would. That's why he would be leading the team out because he's like a spectacle. Who, he's who a he's a brand, you know. I, I so he's play. not a, he's not a good soccer player anymore. Well, that's what I said. He's, he's a brand. He's a. If face you scored a goal and I saw him score a goal, just that's, that's okay. The, the United States is, is not is not good soccer. You know, no, Europe, no, 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 Europe, no, no, no. Right, Europe the Euro is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it's different. It's a different Christi- brand. Cristiano Ronaldo is the David Beckham of. Who's the oh, uh, the black so guy with pretty. the uh, mohawk uh, on his line? I mean, he's Bar- Mario Bar Bellastelli. Yeah, but yeah. They, this guy's like a he's like uh, Pac Man Jones to uh, soccer. Yeah, he's but pretty. He's, he's nuts. I mean, he's good. He's crazy. Yeah. Why? I mean, I don't know, De- Deborah. Why? Why these guys? Why these guys? Why these guys? So good. I'll figure it out. So good, and then you just feel like. Well, sometimes there's a underlying, they what? may look good on the field, but they don't know that they're good when they're home alone with their thoughts. Well, and one of the things I was going to mention um, is he was adopted by an Italian family, and I guess maybe the frustrations of where he came from to where he is now mm-hmm. probably caught up to him. And sometimes well, they feel like they have to prove themselves again because they ha- it hasn't caught up to them that they're actually really good. Yeah. So instead of trusting and knowing that they're good and then playing that way, they play angry or frustrated um, or with a layer of, layer of desperation that I've got to be good. What do you guys make of this? Um, the uh, Let's go to track and field. Uh, the women's track and field, mm. 100 meters, dead heat, Giving up. dead finish. Well, she, she gave up, but I didn't, you know, I listened to her and I thought, I mean, you, sp- right. you spent four years getting ready for this. I also thought you making me run a runoff. Like there's no way I, I'm not into it. Especially when they called it her way. Yeah, she mm-hmm. took. Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't yeah. and they don't say anything. That maybe that runoff would have meant more or meant something else, or it, it wasn't. It wouldn't have registered in her body that I got a runoff. You already gave me third place. Well, and she ran her victory lap and everything. Yeah. And then you know the the talk is now that it might be that she's setting herself up for um, some a type of a suit. You know, a lawsuit. Them. I don't know if it would be a lawsuit, but a protest, maybe that's uh, uh, against the rules or regulations or whatever. Well, a protest, it, it's still not going to benefit her. She can protest well, all you want. understood. And again, when you're going into the Olympics, which she still is, you got to get your head straight for you know the events that you're still in. A dead heat. Uh, it happens, um, but they have to find. And this was one of the things we were making an issue about with refereeing and all mm-hmm. the officiating that went on through the uh, basketball, football, baseball also. Now track and field, you tell me you, you, there's no way. That's that's what I don't get. Is there had to have been some minute difference had that they could have made a call, something? Because hair or a knee across the line knee, slightly faster shadow, than the other one, whatever. I, was, I would ask them, do you guys agree that the shadow was over mm. before? It has to be something, right? Has to be something. And then there's also talk of you know it's good publicity because they could then hype it up like so many other things and she's going to go to the Olympics, but she's not going to be on that uh, 100. And right. she came in third, uh, and they told her she came in third. She took a victory lap. Now they want her to do a runoff. I, I don't know how they could. I mean, it'd be she'd do it, and if she win or if she lost, I don't think she had the same well, thrill about it. Right. 
where's the win? Yeah, yeah exactly. There is exactly. Yeah. And and then you run against one of your best friends. Right. One of your yeah. best friends, training partners. Yeah. And the trainer, from everything they said anyway, just backed away from it and said, you guys figure it out, which is a smart thing to yeah, do. Yeah, the trainer is, uh, what is it, Jonah uh, Kersey? Uh, he ran track. He was yeah. Olympic guy, um, which is, I, yeah, I did the same thing back, get away from it. Right. And, um, I mean, you guys decide this, y'all Well, friend. they've got to live with their decisions, right. the two of them. Cindy, what else on your notes? Well, going back to what you were just saying about the, the replay cameras, whatever, did you see in the Yankees-Cleveland game? Yankees Cleveland games absolutely. A fan uh, caught the. There was a foul ball. Guy dove into the stands. They called him out. Oh, a fan about yes, twenty feet away held up the ball like, "Yay, I got the yes, caught the I ball!" Did. And they still called him out. You know what? He was supposed to do that. I, I blame the uh, umpire, the referee. For, absolutely. Uh, he he. If, if I can do like this, you can't call out and say, "No, no, no, it's not out." If that's the case, you can do that with balls and strikes. You can do that with tags and ta- they do it with outs, outs, but they confer. I, the umpire, if there's a play that yeah. somebody else, the one of the other line. umpires has that, down the third not. base or first base. But I'm talking about I changed my mind now. I'm talking about the guy make a call. The guy will not make a call. Then a, a back catcher will refer to one of those guys. But I did see that he went into the uh, he went into the uh, the uh, dugout, not the dugout. He went over to the he fans, went over the side, yeah, over the side side rail where the fans were. Held up his glove, didn't show the ball. Didn't and the umpire didn't ask for the ball, and right. that was the thing that really asked to see the ball. So I don't when it comes down, 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 down to it, it's one out in one game in a long baseball season. So yeah, like but now, tell now, the Cubs that. Well, well, yeah, that was yeah, in the, because one game and I, if I that was in the playoffs. No, it wasn't. That no, no, no. She's talking about Bartman. That that was that was in the playoffs, and that was no, no, no. There's it was not one this. play in one but game, that, and that wasn't an umpire thing. And that's one play in baseball history. This is it's getting too microscopically looked at with the umpires. I understand later on at the end of the game, all of the calls are magnified, and uh, you know the bang bang plays, the the balls and strikes, but. When it comes to like this kind of stuff, granted, yes, it was a mistake, and everybody's saying that he should have been, he should be like uh, uh, suspended for games and stuff because he he made a mistake. It's the user error. Until until they go to robots or or sensors or whatever, there is going to be user error. It was a big mistake. <laughs> it's not yeah, making a wrong call. It's the fact that he didn't do his job. He didn't ask when when you dive into the stands like that. You ask to see, you the, ball. see the ball. You don't assume that he caught the ball and let it go. You have to ask. Open your glove. Show me that you got the ball. I'm, then I'm then he'll give you the out. Since literally referees, uh, umpires say, "Show me the ball. You got the ball. You out." Show me it. Yeah. yeah. We but, need to uh, go back to stick ball. Yeah, yeah. You get the get, get the, the real rules. The real play. But yeah, it, it wasn't a. That player did exactly what I would have done. I would expect him to do. Absolutely. It goes back to the um, umpires. It goes back to what we talked about all the time. Th- you don't think it's partially the player's fault for lying? No, lying. No, no you don't think it's that's cheating? No, it's not. That, yes, it is. No, it's, it's not. cheating. He's no, trying to. It's not cheating. He's trying he to cheat? get the out. I'm where, where did he cheat? He cheated because he pretended to catch the ball when he didn't. And as soon as I did like that, reference show me the ball. He don't have it. Say. Right, but and then he looks like the, an idiot. Yeah, but so. where's the where's the moral the moral justification there of cheating? In uh, major league sports, if, if, if you're gonna, no, <laughs> in, in, no, in this in this thing by itself, no, no, this, this all, there's no, there's no moral. Instantaneous I would love. I hear I hear you. I hear what mm-hmm. you're saying. And major league sports, there's no moral because it starts up top, and the owners and organizations don't have any. I understand. So when I get I, down I to the lower level, how you expect those guys? I mean, some guys some guys do have it, but. They're not playing on the same uh, playing field as those other guys who don't have it. There's more guys who don't have it than do. So if I'm that guy, I'm, I'm telling you me, if I go over the rail with my glove and I'm close to the ball and it looks like I can get it, 
I go down, I'm coming up and do exactly what that guy does. If he says, uh, you're out, well, I'm, I'm going to jog well, off the field like it's it. It's the same thing as flopping. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. it's the same type of thing. Is that flopping? cheating or not? I mean, no. it's, it's, that's 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 it's not game. the same thing. That's it's what, not the same thing because that's an actual call that is made. An offensive, an offensive you, foul in the NBA is called by a referee who has clear view of what's going on. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no visual. They're right in front of them. Not they, they, they need, they need one more referee. They got, th- they got three on a court. Yeah, right? they have, they're 94 and a half feet to cover. Right. Okay. They don't have hundreds and hundreds of feet that they do with stands, with bleachers, with fans, with with visual blockers. You know, there's no. But a basketball this, thing is easier. I say this in that regard. You talking about those. World class athletes, you need to get world class uh, refereeing. Uh, right. You yeah. do not guys you, that have multiple jobs, right? This multiple is jobs, one of like this, just one yeah. of them. I tell you, football right, too. I know I, football, absolutely. especially, absolutely, especially now. To your point, is I trapped interceptions and got away with being interception. Mm-hmm. I trapped them in the ground, and I know it was on the ground, but I got up and act like I caught the interception, mm-hmm. jogged off the field, offense came on. There's no difference than what that guy did in baseball. Yeah. That's true. I mean, and the replay and wasn't as extensive. And I didn't cheat because I mean, you came to be entertained. I just entertained you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, the fact but, that the ball that actually showed up, it wasn't even close. Yeah. It wasn't it was, like no, the guy was, that was, was right next to it him. It was a bonehead overlook. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying it's not like you take the guy's head just because he made a mistake. I don't, yeah. I'm, no, I but I you do suspend so. him for a couple. Of, I get, I'm not suspending him. How is that going to teach him? Oh, next time. Ask. At, ask okay, fine, fine, fine. Lesson learned. He knew that. He he overlooked it. Do you realize how many games they they umpire? How many calls they have to make on a second? They were perfect games. Do you know how many Given guys that are in a minor league away. system of umpires waiting to get to that position? And if he can't do the job, there's. But look, Hundreds what, what of guys that's the only call he's ever blown? I'm not saying fire him. I'm not saying fire him, but one, I, suspend I say, him and let him think about it. I, if it's one, I'll put it's, an asterisk by that can never happen again. It's ridiculous. If it's, it's one, one that's call. His, yeah, if that's his... That's just one call, but I'm not, I'm not sure if that's his only call he was blown. Then, then don't put him in with the playoffs. Well, that's like, no, no, if it's just one call and that guy made a mistake, I'm like, I can't count on you. Because uh, it almost goes back to that basketball referee who's working with the mob. It almost, like, soon as something like that happened, I'm thinking... This guy must be getting paid. He must have betted on this game. Yeah, you yeah. start tracking their records. And is it different? Just like you do the stats track, on everybody else, you get stats on and the it, refs. And, and it, it, they do. There's mm-hmm. an umpire. There's a, somebody that goes to the every game. They they watch the well, umpires. Well, he's in, he's in um, I think the guy's in Canada somewhere watching all these plays. But this is the hockey guy. He's in he's in Canada watching all the hockey plays. Now in baseball they do have someone in the stands to overturn. Yeah, but they're so gonna have I think from I think soon they're gonna have like a team in Texas or something that watches all the games and then like they'll have the uh, umps will have a buzzer on them or a beeper and if you buzz you have to go down ca- uh, call the you know headquarters call and like, know that this is was. actually what it was. It doesn't work in football. I know what you're saying. We mm-hmm. we had a lot of calls and we sent them. My coach sent them in. We sent it in. I say, what good is that? We lost the game. You sent them in now. Mm-hmm. That's just to get the referees in trouble. Now, we got to take a break, but before, I, right before that, Dana Torres, uh, the 40, I think she's 40, 41, 46. 46. 46. Yeah. 45, she'll be 49 right. in the next so She's 45. Right. Um, Put a great effort up to yeah, be 45. She, she yeah. came in fourth. Yeah, five milliseconds. Yeah, I mean, came in was, fourth. Yeah. She's 45 years old. I believe at 49 she still could do it. If she come in fourth at mm-hmm. 49, she still wins in my book. Yeah, she said. I was listening to Dan Patrick today. She um she said she was she's retiring, but she said that she, twice she, already. Yeah, she's yeah. not retired. So. She can't retire. Forty nine. The difference between 49 and 45 though is in, in Olympic competition is a 23 year old. Yeah. Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. We will come back after this.
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today. We all have that team that we live and breathe to follow. We watch hours of football on TV, play Madden sports on our gaming system, and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch. If this sounds like you, or if you're a football wife who wants a few words, we want to hear from you. Listen for Life, Love, and Sports, featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. What if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place? It can be done, and Darnell Autry proves it every week on Outside the Spotlight. In this program, athletes and artists come together to share their success stories, hobbies, professional projects, and more that will interest not only the sports fan, but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories. If you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer, listen for Outside the Spotlight, Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. We are live into the second segment where we have Clancy Corner. We're going to, I think it's about, uh, we'll figure out what it's about. But Dara Torres, according to Cindy, her name is Dana. If you want to call in and correct me. <laughs> What's the number here Got again? It. Something, 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 something. Four eight zero six two eight three three four two. No, that's the oh. uh, that's the web Try number. Oh, calling <laughs> another number. That's the same one. Okay, fine. Yeah. It's eight 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 three four six nine one four four. You can call us somewhere in the future. Call us somewhere in the future. You <laughs> want? Yeah. Um. Now, what, what, what are you saying? Baseball. What about baseball? Not nothing. No. Because nothing. I was talking, about, I was talking, talking about, about basketball. Joe Johnson and his eighteen million dollars. A minute game <laughs> that he played last year, which no. is I'm sign me up, I'll do it. Yeah, no. So they got um and the Nets. The Nets acquired him for about four players and in a, a conditional draft pick. Uh, so he still has four years, ninety mil on his contract, which uh, hopefully uh, for the Nets will get um, Darren Williams to stay, sign a big deal, get Dwight Howard to come over there, sign a big sign a big extension, and um, Jay Z will be on top again. If you <laughs> want uh, Jay Z, always on top. Well, they have, I mean, in Prokhorov, the um, the owner is. I, I guess um, yes. he made forty million dollars yesterday. Who Jay Z? No, 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 no. no. Uh, Prokhorov, the uh, the Russian owner, uh, the multi billionaire, made forty million dollars last yesterday. Yeah, he made forty million dollars when he wakes up. Yeah, so this guy got money to so, burn. So luxury tax, if even if you have to pay a dollar fifty to the dollar, like what what's going to happen with the NBA uh, salary cap? It's not going to touch him. I'm going to it goes over the flag. salary. It's nuts. Just off the subject, I think I'm going to design a new flag, United States flag. What's what's her name, the uh, lady? Betsy Ross. Betsy Ross. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Good job for the. Yeah, we. Yeah, Where did I, that come I, from? I said, I, I said <laughs> no, 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 I, I said off the subject. That wasn't even clear. That's out of the ballpark. I said off the subject. If you, you, if you were uh, the Orlando Magic, would you give him that? If would you trade? Well, him it would be. What are they getting for this? They'd get Brooke Lopez, uh, Chris Humphreys, and um, and Marshawn Brooks. Who also bum bum and bum. No, 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 no. Brooke Lopez when he's healthy. If Brooke Lopez didn't when break he's his healthy, foot, when I'm healthy, I can still play. Okay, well, this isn't about you. Yes, Brooke, it is. Brooke Lopez, <laughs> it's not about me. It could, it could be. It could be. Always. Because, <laughs> because Brooke Lopez broke his foot beginning of last year, that's why Dwight Howard isn't in net now. 
So Brooke Lopez, it'll be Brooke Lopez. Chris Humphreys is a great double-double guy, and Marshawn Brooks is one of the up-and-coming. He was a rookie last year. He, he had a really good rookie season. So Orlando would do that, I think. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Well, we, uh, we, we, I wouldn't trade him anywhere. He's a crybaby. He's a whiner. He does. I'm talking about uh, Dwight Howard. I wouldn't. I trade him to the worst team in the league. He can't believe what year. he says. He can't he believe what he says. changing his mind all the time. He didn't even use a quarter to make up his mind. He Back. just switches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he should have flipped and said, I'm going to go this way today. That's right. what he is. But I would trade him to the worst team, put him in purgatory, and, and let him work his no. way out of that. But crybabies only cry until they get what they want. So then he, if he gets what he wants, if, if he goes well, to Brooklyn, signal to everybody else. Yeah. yeah, well, they don't care. You want to win championships. You want to. This it's a money making thing. The owners all they want to do is make money. Let's get into Crane's corner. But you guys think about this: what sport do not belong, does not belong in the Olympics? Think about that. We Underwater basket weaving. No. Underwater basket weaving. Okay. It's not even in the limit. I'm talking about one that's in that shouldn't be in, or one that's not oh, in that it. should be in. I think soccer, but that's <gasps> you crazy in your head. Soccer is exciting during the Olympics. Anytime you compete it's with countries, it's, country. it's awesome. It's about on the other side of it. Mm. Okay, anyway. All right, yeah, Clancy Corner. Corner. Uh, Clancy Corner, Corner always sponsored so, and brought so, to you so, by who? So, so, so. Uh, sponsored and brought to you by Rock Bar, Inc., I Old Town Scottsdale, Fifth and Craftsman. If you know where Fifth and Craftsman yeah, is, Yeah, I know what it is. It. Don't, don't. Uh. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, go in there, say Clancy's Corner to the bartender, get 20% off. Um, it didn't move up, though. Yeah. Tiger Woods. Uh it's funny, everybody's like, you know, um, he's back, is he back? Oh, no, he, he blows up at a major, he's not back. Oh, he's still he's still a cheating husband, oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, still talking about that? He has three wins this year, more than anybody on the PGA Tour, in 11 events. Four top, five, four top tens in 11 events. He's number one in the FedEx Cup with only playing, again, 11 events. The, other, the, other, the closest winner to him has two, and they, he's played in over 15 events. So mm. with Tiger being back, quote unquote, or not, Tiger's never going to be like he used to be. But if he can learn to not bring the driver out, hit stinging three iron, three woods, nail his irons like he always has and probably always will, he should still be able to maybe break Jack Nicklaus's record of 18 majors. Now the difference between back then and now is that again there are a lot more young, talented uh, players who can. Every week, it seems like somebody else is, is challenging him for for uh, for a win. So, I think if Tiger can stick to his guns, he should be fine. Now, that also saying that his body holds up because what is he 37 now, 36. and he and he has no knees. It seems like he. I just hope that his back doesn't go out like Freddie Couples's. I think the way he's changed his uh, swing is to prevent that, to to keep his body as healthy as possible for as long as possible. So we'll see. But I don't know. He, Tiger Woods will never be "quote unquote" back. He'll just be contending every week, and he has so uh, th- this season as well. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, the Brit- with the sorry, with the British Open coming up, this will be really again a true test. Plus, he playing in the Greenbrier, which event he never played in before. And the British Open is two weeks. Yeah, Greenbrier is this week coming up. So it's not a different. And uh, Deborah, it's not a different. Um, it's not the same Tiger Woods is he back, and I agree with that. Tiger Woods back as far as what he wanted to do. He's been always the guy to change his game, even when he was on top. So we're looking for a headline, a storyline to say he's back, he's, or is he back, and then if he loses, he's like, oh, man, this guy's the same guy. He's still got a lot on his mind. If it was that easy, and he only had 11 events, he won three events, he's the only guy who has three wins this year. Mm-hmm. And, and with the nonsense and with tra- uh, changing his swings, what stuff still on his mind that I'm sure of? But if anybody can do it, he's the one guy that don't care what anybody thinks. He, he's the one guy who can block everything out. You, you watch this guy uh, he was playing with on the uh, 
who led the who led the um, AT and T for three days. The third day, there was no crowd there, so mm-hmm. he was he was still in his form. Right. When that crowd came, Tiger is used to that guy. God, both Van Pelt said, I can't believe or understand how he plays with the following he has. Or it might it might have right, been the shock. Off a couple right? times because of the cameras. Because of the camera right. and phone cameras, you just can hear that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but to play in front of that crowd, I'm telling you, the crowd, football crowd, is a lot different because you expect that stuff. And then golf is more. I think golf is more a gentleman sport or where or respectful sport. Well, it's more intimate and also. Yeah. The, the, play, the people are a lot closer to you also. They're a lot mm. closer. But they've gotten a lot more vocal too. Yeah, yeah. and I played in a classic, the New Jersey Cadillac Classic with the senior pros. Uh, they were senior then. I was actually nervous. I'm like, mm. I'm nervous. Like, Well, there's something with the energy nervous. of the crowd too. I mean, we are energetic beings. So when you've got a crowd around you, depending on what the crowd is thinking, feeling, believing, it does affect the players if they allow it to. And I would agree with, with both of you that Tiger's not back. He's never going to be back because he's not the same person he was before. You know, we're seeing glimpses of greatness right now where, you know, 100% of his putts, at, he made 100% of his putts that were under 10 foot at the um, AT&T. That's what he used to do. You know, he was he was 0 and 26, and now he's 3 and 15 as far as his play. So, I mean, he's he is starting to understand who he is right now as a player and starting to put all that together and use it for, you know, again, these glimpses of greatness and that he can string together and make a great player. One one crazy stat is when Tiger came in in, what, 98 or something, uh, he, uh, the player of the year that year, Tom Lehman, only won twice, and that was the player of the year. So you see the effect the Tigers had on the sport, how, how if you only win three or four times, you're you're not you're not getting you're not a professional. You, you need to be winning ten times a year. This to, to guy, be at. This just guys on tour right now who haven't won three yet, and they've been on tour for ten years. Yeah, yeah. Right. haven't won three yet. Right. Well, so what happened to Rory? Oh yeah. God, poor kid. I, I, Rory. Yeah. See, I like that guy. I thought he was not the next Tiger Woods, but the next uh, big marketing guy. He's still marketing, but he got a girlfriend. You got a girlfriend. You just all the pieces. Yeah. You cannot have that type of relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. He's a child. He is a kid. And, I mean, and we want. I want to make him a. I want to put him on a pedestal. And same thing we do with Tiger Woods. And when he fall off, we like we kick him when he's down. Mm-hmm. But Rory is a marketable guy who can play golf. And well, Go oh, I was just going to say, we're looking for somebody like that to live up to our standards of what we want right. him to well, be, as think? opposed to allowing him to live to his own standards, whatever those And we be. can't do what he does. Right. And that's the crazy part about it. But we put him so high up. You live up to my standards. That's that's the craziness. Yeah. Right. But then I can't do what you can do. Right. And I mean, that is the crazy part. Just think about that. Go ahead, Alex. No, he's, I mean, he's a good kid. You know, he's a family guy. He, uh... It, the best part is of, of this whole story is that you can't get mad at him because he didn't do any of this to himself. Right. So he's, I'm I'm happy with where he's at. He'll he'll be back. Everybody goes back and forth. Everybody gets hot and, and remember and runs away. It's golf. Golf's hard. Golf People forget that golf is really hard mm. and moment to moment hard. Just because I make yeah. it look easy, it is hard. Stop it. <laughs> it is hard. Charles Barkley's got a better swing than you. Charles oh. Barkley got nothing better than me. He doesn't have a swing. Uh, <laughs> A bank, his bank account is only a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> and, and he's got some Emmys too. But yeah, but we hear we hear Tiger now too. Even in his interviews, he's starting to get that that, that roar is, back uh-huh. in him, which well, is where he needs to be. Don't be the nice Tiger. That's not who <laughs> right, you that's are, not true. He, and that's not who you need to well, be he was on trying the freaking nice. course. I'm like, who is this guy? Get out, get him up here. Yeah, get your swagger back. We got two minutes to break, but we do have Kenya Simone Kenya. on. Kenya, hello, Kenya. Buddy. Kenya, where are you? Kenya, <laughs> don't you know that you, you, do, you do radio, WGCI in Chicago, you do radio, don't you know we was going into break? 
If you want to hold on, you can. My my mental telepathy was a little bit off, but I'll hold on because I'm ready for the second half. Oh no, we we got two minutes. You can talk. And what's going on with you? We got two minutes to figure out what's going on with you. And when you moving to Arizona? I well maybe soon, sooner than I had um, imagined. But I'm looking forward to doing big things this year. Summertime in Chicago, you know, it's a beautiful city, and uh, lots of things going on out here. They're killing in Chicago. Why are they still killing? Oh, now that is the worst. That's probably the worst part of my job is having to report all the stories about the shootings and mm-hmm. the deaths. It's it's something that's really, really going crazy. It takes a lot of prayer and a lot of people, you know, coming together and being on one accord. We've got to change things about that here in Chicago. It's terrible. Well, have you seen, too, I mean, I know the heat is uh, intense there, too, right now. Is you, are you it seeing is. An, an uproar in the, the killings and the violence because of the heat also? It's too hard to be killing. Yes, and then yeah, but that can have a that can have a factor in it. Yeah, yeah it, it, and that is you're right. That's been proven that it does have it does play a part of it. But it's also the economy it's in a lot of the poorer neighborhoods in the city, where I don't know if they're mm-hmm. just lashing out or I'm, I'm not really sure what's going on. But every weekend for probably the past month and a half, we've had at least. 30 shootings and probably wow. 9 deaths. Jeez. Wow. wow. Was, that's on the low side. When I was in Chicago, they was it was 50 murders in a weekend. It mm-hmm. was 50 shootings, but and, and not that that's any better, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. The level of <laughs> intensity. Yeah. They're like, oh, only eight people were killed this weekend as opposed to 24 last weekend because one is one too many. So I don't want to become desensitized to it, and I'm not. It's just, it, it's, I don't know. It's getting really You need to really get crazy. your son and get on out of there. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a break, and we'll come back, and we're going to figure out what else is going on with Kenya, some other than important murders. You're listening right. to The View. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is The View. If I'm a lot of sports talk, Alex want to go to The View next week. I'm already here, baby. All righty. We'll be back Top of here. South we'll Mountain, there's The View. <laughs> flagship station for sports voice america sports if you're looking for a radio show about boxing you usually can't find one until you stop by the voice america sports channel tune in to outside the ring with former world lightweight champion and u.s olympian david diaz we'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters we'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time outside the ring with david diaz airs every thursday at 3 p.m eastern time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Now some of you might still be in that place. 
you're trying to get out, just follow me. Top five, top ten, greatest ever. Eminem, welcome back to Slum Last Podcast. And you went—is it because he's white? You went top ten. Yeah, he can't be around them black guys. He can't—he's white. I can't put him in front of those black guys. Are you crazy? Racist. I don't know where. But he has a lot of money. He um. Oh yeah, he's uh. He in that he in that uh society. He in that society. I would say top ten also. I say um. Ever according to sales and the albums and and what he, I'm going by things like this and sales, uh, the the the, what's all that noise in the background? Can you at a picnic? No, that's not me. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I'm going by the number of sales and the content and what he put out. Um, he's in the top ten. Yeah, but I got to go back to old school too. We make another show out of this. We got uh, Kenya Simone from WGCI in Chicago. We sex third Hello. segment. Uh, down and dirty with Deborah Kenya. What you got going on? Um, not not too much this week. It's not, pretty, oh, this it's week. Pretty, pretty slow this week. Um, Essence Music Festival, of course, is in New Orleans. That's usually what the big deal is for July Fourth weekend. A lot of people leave here and go down there. But I'm going to be here probably on a friend of mine's boat for the uh, holiday tomorrow. So. Cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that's about it. Not too much. Okay, that's good. Uh, hang around for the down and dirty segment. You, you want a down and dirty segment? No, no, make some comments on this. I definitely, I definitely will. And you know what we did? We know um, you were. Last week we did a uh, stop the music because you know I'm at the hip hop and R&B station here in Chicago. Right. We did a stop the hits to stop the violence and brought in a panel of people and young people and former gang members to come in and talk about things that we can do because Kwame was you know talking about the violence before we went to the break so we are trying to come up with some strategies and plans so that we can cut out all this nonsense we did a big gun turn in but there was also a debate about that the people that are not using guns turn guns in the people that are using them keep them where are they getting these guns from like street guns or they because street guns black market um some of them are probably legitimate guns that uncles or grandfathers or you know someone have had in the house they were turning in everything from pistols to nine millimeters to rifles and everything so who are the success in numbers the numbers of the killings haven't gone down yet so so what's being done with the young kids that are coming up that they're going into gangs in order to just survive um and to be part of something um, are there, you know, is the community coming together to form some type of clubs or some place where they can go and be have a safe, secure place? They are, but not fast enough. I think uh, you, you guys know, have a lot of celebrities, a lot of athletes there. What are they doing there? Not, not enough. Right. You know, it's like everyone is kind of at a, what do we do next? How do we solve it? How do we solve this? We've got, um, of course, Reverend Jesse Jackson is here, and um, yeah. some of the. Community leaders are coming together just trying that to figure out quick. what we can do next, but yeah, we but have to do something quick. There's so much of it that's fluff and philosophy where you got to get down to the day-to-day aspect sure. of, you know, how are the kids living and what can mm-hmm. you do yeah, for that. So. And where are the parents and where are the parents? So it's a right. lot of aspects that need to be, yeah. you know, a close look needs to be taken at all of that. And it's kind of a spider web of feelings mm-hmm. and emotions and, yeah. And that's, what, that's kind of what where our main focus is right now, even in the lives that we touch on the radio, just, you know, trying to say something positive, trying to tell people that enough is enough and to come together. And we also go out to the communities and just kind of talk to people. Some people just want to be heard and right. are in a place right now economically where they, they're at wit's end and they're doing all type of crazy things to try to survive. But 
it's getting it's it's way out of hand. Well, that's the thing well, you can't. It's tough to let go of where you are until you have something to grab onto, you know, absolutely. to where you're going. So yeah. Well, wow. we appreciate you doing what you're doing and, and keep doing it. And I don't know what we can do to help, but you know, give us a list of one or two things, and okay. we'll try to do Thanks. one. Down and dirty with Deborah. All right, rule number four is a confused mind gives up or gives in. And what I really want to talk about today is big decisions, that when you have to face a big decision, one that could change the outcome of a game or a business deal or a relationship or even life as you know it, that you go into this, you know, this myriad of thoughts that you become confused and that confusion then starts to learn, uh, starts to lead into becoming upset and overwhelmed and even angry. And we oftentimes get to a point where we want to just throw up our hands and either give up or give in. And that voice inside of our head can just be screaming inside there of just tell me what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and I'll do it. But the, but there's a feeling of desperation, and it could be at a low level of desperation or a very, very high level of desperation. But when we have these big decisions, what's happening is there's so much information coming into our minds that our mind doesn't know what to do with it anymore. And what happens is the emotions start to kick in, and when they do, the end result of that is we start to procrastinate, hesitate, we start making excuses for not stepping up. And we end up avoiding those big decisions and feeling stuck. And because of that, then it starts the cycle of just being in that stuck, being in anger, being in overwhelm. And here's, here's the other thing. You know, it's like the, but wait, there's more. You know, we can also jump too fast. So we can either get into that place where we're not making a decision at all, we're making excuses and hesitating, or we're jumping too fast. We're making poor decisions just to get it over with. And both of those are coping mechanisms, and the consequences end up, we end up ruining a play, maybe a career, a legacy, a relationship, or even a lucrative business deal. So what we need to look at and understand is, you know, on a week-to-week basis, we can see this happening in our own lives or even on TV when we're watching sports. We see it in the faces, the body language, and the behaviors of coaches and players. Coaches walk the sidelines pacing, throwing clipboards, and making bad calls. Uh, players end up scrambling off the sideline, misread a play, and make some really stupid mistakes. We even see golfers that miss shots because that, that we know that they're capable of, they know that they're capable of, but because they're indecisive, their mind is flooded with information. What club do I use? Where's the best ball placement? How aggressive should I be on this play? And because of that, they miss. So what happens, what's really happening inside of our mind is that there's so much detail coming in that the decision-maker part of our brain, the neocortex part of our brain, starts to shut down. And it becomes overwhelmed with too many choices, and it thinks that every little piece of information, every detail requires a decision. Because of that overwhelm, that the, the logic shuts down and the emotions kick up to the point that the emotions are hijacking the brain and the bottom line is you're screwed so is your performance so is your team and so is that potential business deal that you might have had so there's three things that three questions that I want to give you to eliminate confusing make a right confusion I'm going to say that again there's three questions to eliminate confusion make the right decision and take charge of your mind and this is really getting down and dirty to the this is when you've got a decision that there's an immediate need and an important decision to be made right now so you what you want to do is determine what do you want 
and what's it going to take to get it? And this is not some wussy type of thinking. This is, this is a very highly charged situation where you need to have a take-charged attitude and the tone of voice inside of your head or out loud is more of in a command-and-demand type mode. This is not a time to back off or back down. So you ask yourself a question like, what is my absolute most important goal that I need right now? And some players, I've heard them come up with things like, well, I'm going to annihilate that and make up your own word for that, SOB in the game, you know, or I just want to win. You know, I've heard it from golfers. I just want to get off the course, you know, get in the clubhouse. And the reality is those type of decisions aren't helping you. So you've got to ask yourself again, you know, what is it that I absolutely, absolutely need to do right now to make this happen, whatever this is for you, this play, you know, this deal. And when you finally come up with an answer that serves you in the moment, then you start to understand, well, what I need to do right now, you know, what needs to happen right now is I need to calm down, focus, execute. And you repeat that because those become your cue words, whether those or whatever your answer is. You know, you ask yourself again, what is it that I need to do right now to make this happen? I need to calm down, focus, execute. Calm down, focus, execute. It starts bringing your mind from that emotional charge back to focus of what you actually need to do. And then the third question you can ask yourself is, what the, what's the proof? What proof do I have that I can do this? And your mind, because of the past... Um, lessons that I've taught, your mind is a problem-solving machine. It's going to come up with an answer. So when you ask yourself, what's the proof that I have that I can do that, it will bring your past plays and past circumstances that let you know that you can do it because you've been successful in the past. Which so if you'd like to get a copy of this, again, go out to my website, yourclearedge.com, go over to the radio um, uh, button in the um, navigation bar and uh, within the next day or two I'll have the PDF on this as well as the recording Deborah Debris, Deborah at yourclearedge.com 480-212-1909 now as you was going on I was, we were thinking about the uh, golf situation where the guy is choked do a lot of guys do you call us I, I was having an argument with a guy he said the guy choked around Tiger um, so now you got a big decision to make. Um, do you just continue to play your game? I don't call it choking if that's your first situation you've ever been in. I call it choking when you've always been in that situation and you and you keep falling short. Well, regardless of the word, it's a matter of somebody coming. Somebody's going off of their game. They're worried about somebody else rather than what they can do. So I always, when I'm working with my golfers, even with my football players, I look at what is it that you can do right now in this moment. What do you want to do? What can you do? And then how are you going to make that happen? And, and you can practice a certain way because I, I know uh, a lot of guys are practicing. They put themselves in situations. We've been doing it since we were kids. Like, mm-hmm. you know, again, I go back down to you count basketball, you imaginary right. basketball, you count down five, four, three, I'm hitting a big, I'm hitting a big shot. Right. Well, you practice those situations. So when it comes, and if you practice with that purpose, when it does come and re- for right. real, it's almost like I've seen this before. I've did it before because I've had deja vu plenty of times in games where. Absolutely, and that's and which is perfect. I mean, when I was working with uh, South Mountain, who just won their national championship, uh, and the guy and Jimmy, who was Jimmy K, Jimmy K, Jimmy K, yeah, Jimmy K, is you know I would walk out to the golf course and whether they were chipping, putting, or um, driving, I'd walk up to them and ask them, you know, where are you right now? And they knew they better be able to name what course, what hole, and what yeah. shot were they making. Because when you practice with an intention of knowing that, you can actually put, with intention, you can actually put tension 
on yourself and on your body so that you can make that shot, understand what the tension is, needs to be in your hands, how to make that shot each and every time. So as you said, Kwame, when it does come up on the course, even if, and again, we're always... We're only human. Even if on the course you start to feel those nerves and you get off track, it's having those cue words to bring you right back to, you know, what can I do right here, right now, and know that you're playing against the course, not against the other players. See, I always thought the guys who, uh, I mean, some guys, they want it. They want success. Some guys got to have it, and that's how they approach it. The problem is with that, when you are in a state of wanting and, and putting that much pressure on yourself, I believe in excitement. I believe in playing with some adrenaline in your body, depending on the sport. You know, golf, maybe not so much high adrenaline. You know, football players, depending on your position, you but might. I thought the best but you better know what your best um, state is to be in to play your position. I thought the best part of football for me was the fourth quarter and it was a close game. I just couldn't, right. I just couldn't wait to get on the field. I was hoping we were on the field. And but then you had a record of success, so you could always play on that record in your head, that repeated video of knowing that goes back to that last question is what's your proof? Well, your proof was you've done it over and over again. Yeah, I was hoping we were on the field, and they had to score to win. Uh, that, was like mm-hmm. the, that was like the best. Well, it's your time to shine because you know you can do it. Yeah, I just didn't like cowards around me. Can you? <laughs> I was going to say that. You just wanted the attention. Well, no. Well, I'm, don't we all, though? I, I, the I, I just is. like I was always comfortable I was always comfortable in that situation. Like, hey, hurry up, offense, and turn the ball over. Do what y'all got to do and get off the field. You're not going <laughs> to yeah. score. Yeah. Get wow. off the field. Yeah, it's my turn. Let us get on. Let I'll us, take uh, them on by myself. Yeah. yeah, me and ten other guys. And yeah. then whoever come in to be the nickel or dime. <laughs> yeah, we in order the, the extra big guy if we go on the goal line. I didn't care what it was. I feel like mm-hmm. if we stop them from scoring, you know, anybody can kick field goals. That's why I feel a great field goal kick is so important. Because and, and he has that mental guy. He's a right. mental guy. Yeah. Like Big I, mental. Yeah, They're I've very been, similar to golfers in the way that I instruct them. Right. So yeah. I like our chance. Keep you out of the end zone, we got a chance to win. Right. Uh, so I thought me, 10 other guys who thought like me, couldn't wait to get on the field. We were like, right. what they hurry up? Are they going to score or not? Either use right. the clock and score or hurry up and turn up, let's get on the field so we can score on defense. Right. And part of that, too, is knowing that you only have control over what you do. So when an, when the other team, the other side of the ball is out on the on, on the field, you don't have control over that. So you might as well just let them do what they're going to do and know. Uh-huh. And as you say, psych yourself up so when you're in, mm-hmm. you know you've got control over what you're going to do. And because of past successes, you know you're going to be great. Yeah, but I got a question. So say it is your first time. Doesn't it take messing up to know where you need to be? Like you can do as much prep as possible, but that's pretty much um, virtual reality until you actually do it. Right. Um, except mean, for the fa- yes, and um, except for the fact that mind doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. So when you practice in your mind, um, and then out on the course as well, one doesn't take precedence over the other. They both are necessary. But when you practice in your mind, it doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. The brain lights up in the same way. It floods the body with the same chemicals. The difference is. That and you can put that tension on yourself as as well when you do it right and mm-hmm. have somebody to talk you through it. Um, and yet there is also something to be said for for screwing up mm-hmm. and knowing that okay I'm I never want to have that feeling again and here's oh, what no. I'm going to do to make sure that I don't. Right. I mean, but don't you <laughs> call me what? call me throwing stuff. Uh, Okay, now I'm off track. Children. So. <laughs> you can tell it oh, see, because he lost his focus. Because yeah. he was too busy focusing on it. And that's what I do. You worry about what Kwame do, you can't even that's think. That's right. I don't want you to stay in the moment. Stay in the moment. It happens. <laughs> but that's what, uh, one of the things, I, one of the things um, 
when I when I train or coach these guys, I'm like, you're gonna make a mistake. There's not a perfect game. There's not a perfect thing you can do out here. But you're going or consistently, you're gonna make a mistake. But if you make it in half speed, then you can, you put yourself at disadvantage. You give yourself a chance if you practice full speed when it comes game time or it comes situational time. That's all you know. When you, you practice in full speed, you make a mistake. You better practice like you play. You give yourself a chance to uh, to overcome that mistake. But if you have speed, you don't. Well, and there's a difference, and at some point I'll talk about it too. There's a difference between a training mind and a playing mind. And a training mind, you know, you need to be, yes, playing hard, but also being analytical. Uh, when you're in a playing mind, the analytics go away. You just need to be out there doing what you do because you know and you trust who you are and what you're able to do moment to moment. Yeah. Right. That was Down and Dirty with Deborah, yourclearedge.com. Thank you uh, Deborah at com. Oh, that's also the website and the email. It is. Mm-hmm. Or 480-212-1909. That's my best a, announcer voice. You need to get well, a... I love it. You need to get a song with it. Like, I was singing Learning the Road. It's a little way, jingle. You got to get a jingle with Somebody come up with a jingle. There you go. I am. Oh, just so everybody can be in anticipation. I'm building a page right now, a hidden page that I'll let you know about. Um, there's been some comments and questions around hypnosis, and uh, I'm going to build a page to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there at half price that uh, when I let you know what the uh, uh, URL is for it, you can go out there. And if you choose to have a hypnotic session, really it's an imagination. I'll explain a little bit more about I that when I open down, right? it up. Better get it done before prices go up. Prices go up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's forthcoming. Okay, sounds good. You got to get it done. I know Kirk is going to get it done. Um, yeah, he's going to do it. Do you need testimony for yeah, that? What is it? Testimonials? Yes, absolutely. I'm in. Yeah, cool. I'm in too. Count me in. Yeah, you going to get hypnotized? You, oh, you always going to have to be over the phone because you're, you're scared to leave Chicago, can you? I'm not scared to leave Chicago. <laughs> What's going on in the sports world in Chicago? Is it is is Derrick Rose? Is he, he healed? Is he healed? Yeah. He's, yeah. He's no. He's not gonna get. No. Healed. He's still a year away. He's easily right? a year. Isn't he? He's eight, it was eighteen months, right, Kenya? Yeah, eighteen months. Yeah. Um, he's too young. He's not eighteen months. We're seeing, but we are excited about Marcus Teague coming. Yeah, really? I don't know. I don't know if I'd be as excited Why? as you guys. That was a, I thought that was a great. He, he was a point hit. guard on an NBA team that played in college. So, you know, you can't really tell. Like, when you have Anthony Davis blocking everything from the half court in, right. and you have Michael K. Gilchrist, the man child. Fast break team. Yeah, I mean, they. It, obviously, he's going to look good. Obviously, he's going to score points because he's not the best player on the team. So, and co- they're college kids. So, I don't know. I mean, hey, I, I could be I could be proven wrong, but you're they're pretty much going to give him. Right. They're going to give him. Stay focused. They're going to give him the reins. They're, they're giving him the reins pretty much of a team as a rookie because, you know, Derrick Rose is out for however many. He's going to be out for the majority of the season next year. How C- about this? And C.J. Watson won't do it, so. The Bulls make contact with Derrick Fisher. Yeah. Well, he's I, not going to help them. Yes, he will. No, he won't. And they not, don't need it. He's not going to help him. As far, they, he, he'll help in this sense. Uh, fourth quarter, he'll help the locker room. You gotta have a locker room player or coach. Everybody doesn't play on the field. Look at Juwan Howard. I bet you he brought something to the Heat team. Did you see how LeBron and D-Wade kept going to him all the time? Mm-hmm. This guy ain't yeah, played all years. He didn't play all year. Yeah. He, but he played, he's played more years in the NBA than they have combined. Right. That's why, so, that's why a Fisher, a Derek Fisher can help a Chicago didn't team. Didn't help OKC. He was, I'm just saying, he was he only there for him. a year. He could help him. He's talking some young guys. Get him in the system early. I think he went there half a year. Yeah. Football was, I mean, uh, he went there basketball the was short in season. So get him in training camp. He didn't have a training camp with those guys. Right. Go in training camp with the uh, Chicago Bulls. 
a guy with his knowledge who has five rings and contribute in those five rings, successful in those five uh, games, hit down the big shot. I'm not asking you to come in and score 15 points. I'm not even asking you to score 10. I'm asking you to take care of that locker room. So why doesn't he just get hired as a coach? Maybe he's it's, not ready to coach. Yeah, but I'm it's just a different saying, feeling I, from being a coach and being a yeah, player. He's going to be a great head coach in the NBA. Derek Fisher? Yeah. I think he'd be. I don't know. Some guys, there's a lot of knuckleheads that were good veteran basketball players. He's different. He's different. It's, who knows? Somebody might hire him as a coach and, and be an assistant defensive I'm guy. surprised he hasn't come back to the Lakers yet. Yeah, me too. I, I don't I don't know. I, well, Lamar Odom is going to uh, Clippers. Uh, Clippers, which mm-hmm. I think he can help out with there. It'll be interesting. Chris Paul hasn't re-signed an ext- for a long extension yet, so that might be a... Um, Griffin, uh, Blake Griffin yeah, has signed a... Yeah, they got him, yeah. which I think is dumb. I, I still think that Blake Griffin's never going to amount to really anything except for some guy to put people in the put people in the stands. You think you don't think he's a basketball player? You don't uh, think he's any good? He's, he's Tim Duncan without the true... Basketball knowledge. How long has he been in the league? Because the first year he broke his leg. Yeah, so, so three this, years this will be. Yeah, three years. So, but so I no mean, time to develop. Uh, not I mean, in, not in this NBA. No, that's what the offseason's for. He's he's taken leaps, but he's not. He's an undersized power I, forward. I'm, I'm one of the guys who think if he develop a 12 footer, consistent 12 footer, mm-hmm. then that's all he needs to do for the right. rest of his career because he's going to out jump everyone. Stay on the outside. Yeah, right. stay on the outside. I think he made a good mark in the NBA. I think he's No, he he's a good he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's put up a lot more a lot bigger numbers than people have thought that he was going to at this point. But I think that if they were smart, they would have traded for Dwight Howard and got a real center down low. Dwight That's Howard. Yeah, cuz you don't have many centers in the NBA. Get there are like of, four of them. Get rid of um Boozer. If you get two um who Nobody wants who's? Boozer. <laughs> I, yeah, I say get Oh no, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, nobody wants Boozer. him. And uh, keep uh, the uh, the tennis player, Hokim, uh, what's his name? Joking Noah. Hokim Noah. Keep him, and uh, you find another uh, forward. Yeah, I mean, and I, it, it's unfortunate that they're going to lose out on Ray Allen because uh, Ray Allen's going to go. He's, they were Ray Allen's going to go to the Miami Heat. Or the Clippers because he's visiting the Clippers today, oh, there's I nothing think. Wrong with, there's nothing wrong with the Clippers neither, yeah. either. Yeah, but uh, I think Chicago would have been that a great fit be because they don't have – okay, this is this is my new theory. Is that you just it, thought of this? Yeah, no, I've I've had I've been th- this has been brewing. Okay, okay? Um, there's no way that if your leading scorer is your point guard that you will win a championship, and that's the whole that's the thing nowadays with scoring point guards. Magic Johnson never led the league, never led his team in scoring. He always Look like in big team. games. I know, but I, I understand that. But he could have been he could have scored a lot more than he did. Okay. He he had every shot in the book. Dwa- uh, Derrick mm, Rose, Derrick Rose Josh was a terrible jump shooter. No, not in the beginning. Mike they developed Johnson. a three-point shot. Yeah, absolutely. Terrible shooter. Okay, so Derrick Rose shoots seven for twenty-four every night for his twenty-two points. So that is not going to get it done. That's like Kobe being point guard. It's impossible to win when you have when you don't have somebody to facilitate. Because the season is too long and you can't put all that pressure on a one guy. That's why AI never won a championship and then they moved him to the uh, number two. And they start winning more. He started getting. He didn't have that pressure of bringing the ball up, hitting all the points, uh, orchestrating everything. Yeah. Pass the ball to pass it back to me for me to shoot. I believe you have a guy like uh, AI or Kobe or Derrick Rose. You better have a number two. You better have a sessions to bring the ball up to pass it off to me. Yeah, but he's. Well, a, but Derrick Rose is the point guard. I know. Unfortunately, but he's, I not, right. he's not a two guard. He's not a good enough shooter to be a two guard. He can create his Yet. own shots though. Derrick Rose creates his own shot. He's not a good shooter, though. Okay, like he, okay. he's, he's, he doesn't have a very good jump shot. But yet, it's better since he's been in the league. Uh-huh, absolutely, I'll give you that. No, he's gotten exponential. So I would, I would, I would mess around putting him at two, but bringing in a guy, having a guy, when they bringing Henrik back, uh, 
Kurt Heinrich. Kurt Heinrich. Kurt Heinrich yeah. Bring Kurt Heinrich back, who can bring the ball up. He's a really, he's really the number two, Kurt Heinrich, no. of University of Kansas. Bring him back, and, and put Derek, Derek Rose at two, because he can get the come off the dribble, create a shot, pass it, going right by you. He's already moving 100 miles per hour yeah. with the ball. Imagine if he don't have the ball, who's going to keep up with him? Well, that's the thing. You yeah. look at you look at point guards like you know Nash. You know, Stockton, Kid, you know, those type of guys that weren't selfish that could bring the ball down Ooh, the court kid can. and pass kid. in order to set free. something up. Yeah. Kid is free. Jason, he's old. Yeah. He should be in a wheelchair old <laughs> for the NBA. So you're saying he cannot play basketball anymore? I'm saying that he, last year, took like four shots the whole year. So? Okay, so big he, he needs to go to a team that has a, offensive potency already. But yes, he can facilitate. They don't have offensive potency. What? They average probably oh, no, 93, they 90 points. The yeah, but they keep they keep teams under 90 points. Right. Yeah. But yeah, but that's such a you can't win like that all the time. I there there are guys like if OKC rolls in there in the finals next year, you can't keep them to 80 points every game. It's not going to happen. In Miami, it's not going to happen. You need to have a guy that can score. Like Kyle Korver 3 years ago. Oh, well, uh, Go ahead. No, I mean you need somebody. You need a, a knockdown shooter. Luol Deng isn't it? You need you need a two guard that can shoot the ball. What sport in t- in the Olympics does not need to be in the Olympics? Anything that you can drink while playing. <laughs> Anything you can drink while playing. Handball, <laughs> table tennis, highlight, yeah. badminton. I think it's me. Table tennis. Does not that's the f- most one of the most fun things to watch. Okay, your they're turn. Out, I said mine. Gym. Your turn. I said mine. Okay. Uh, not table tennis. Deborah. Uh, Kenya Simone, go for it. Go Kenya. I still say fencing. It's an art. It's cool to watch, but why? <laughs> they look like bumblebees. And you, yours is anything you can drink. Anything that you can, you can play, play, while play while drinking. Play while drinking. Yeah. Anything that you do at a picnic doesn't need to be in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all about it's all Bad about country mitten. pride. Doesn't do whatever. Understand do whatever understand the words picnic and cookout and what they mean. Hey. Kwame Lawson Sports Talk. Uh-huh. Thanks for joining the show. Uh, Kenya Simone, WGCI in Chicago. Thanks for having me. We, uh, you know, we got to get you out in Arizona. We got, uh-huh. we're working on some things. We get you out here. Absolutely. Um, Looking forward to it. To Clancy's Corner and re- what's the place? Red Bar or something? Rock Bar Inc. Rock Bar Inc. He knows it, everybody. He just doesn't <laughs> want to say it. <laughs> 20% off when you go there. Down and Dirty with Deborah. Check out yourclearance.com. Check us out next week. You want to Facebook, Twitter us, you know, look through the search engines and find us. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.